Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code DNVR, you're going to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet today or Monday or next Sunday. <laughs> Doesn't matter. NFL is where it's at. It's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I am Patrick Lyons. I am Susie Hunter. And Patrick, even though we have to compete with Broncos football right now for our live show, I'm pretty happy because the Rockies pulled off a game win, a series win, and a road trip win. It was fantastic. Uh, 4-3 victory on Sunday in, uh, in a game that ended up probably being closer than it should have been after three quick yep. uh, runs there uh, in the first inning. Javier Assad really just uh, putting a bunch of base runners on there and uh, Rockies took advantage of it, which was great. As they silent. should, as yeah, they, they should. But yeah, he loaded silent. the bases on walks. Yeah. Everyone yeah. on a walk. And then Absolutely. Rockies paid off. Yeah. The, uh, the man that was the difference. We'll talk about Ryan Feltner because I think he definitely deserves uh, a part of the conversation and, uh, and a little tip of the cap, even though, you know, the final line isn't necessarily impressive, but our DraftKings sportsbook king of the game is Randall Grichuk, who did have two RBI in that game on Sunday, both singles, but, uh, did end up driving across two RBI and he defeated the sun because boy, oh boy, it seemed like both in uh, guaranteed rate field and at Wrigley, the sun was playing tricks on, on guys. Daza had had an issue in center field in one of the games at Wrigley, uh, but not Randall Grichuk. He's better than that. No, he is Randall Grichuk one, son zero. Yeah, first uh, winning road trip since June. Uh, and, you know, I hate to say I called it, but I, I called it uh, even a couple weeks ago. The Rockies are exactly where I said they would be three weeks ago, 64 and 82, exactly exact. Well done, Patrick. It's like you have spent your entire life watching baseball and, <laughs> and nothing but baseball. About it. <laughs> yes, and studying the Colorado Rockies. It's, it's almost like that. Not exactly, but almost. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Well, it gets to be a little bit easier. And, and, and it's such a simple idea of just saying, hey, how is a team going to do in a three or four game series? Because if you, if you go game by game, no one's picking them to beat Scherzer or Freed, right? Um, or, or, you know, maybe winning a, a game in Ryan Feltner's uh, start uh, where he got his first road win of his career. So uh, good for him. But when you break it down into uh, series by series, it becomes a little bit more manageable. So uh, I, I need to look at the schedule right now. And, and maybe by the end of the show, I'll tell you what the Rockies record will be in 2023. Uh, but then at that point, I don't know if anyone will tune in throughout the entire offseason when they get that news because it'll it might start with a six or a seven. So that, that I I would actually love I would love to see you break down the whole season right at the end of the season before the Rockies make any off season moves because I mean yeah that actually would be fun yeah <laughs> the way too soon predictions for 2023 <laughs> here we go yeah that would be that would be pretty wild but Feltner you know doesn't get the quality start I was really hoping that he'd been able to get six inning isn't able to uh, to do that, gives up three runs there. Five and a third innings pitch. Justin Lawrence again comes in, looks fantastic. Same for Nelson Lamette, Estevez, and Daniel Bard uh, with the quick three outs there, which was uh, fantastic. And two of those runs probably, you know, shouldn't have happened, but sometimes umpires miss calls there. A uh, third strike there, right on the corner, right on the black. Did get it, next pitch. 
uh, was a two run uh, double there. I think it might've been by Gomes. who was just uh, a pest uh, this, uh, this entire um, day. And yeah, Jan Gomes was the only dude who got any RSBI for the White Sox, or for the White Sox, <laughs> for the other yeah. Chicago team that actually played today. I'm not okay right now. Um, yeah, no. So I like to think of it as Rockies four, Jan Gomes three. That was the game today. Yeah. That's the problem with having two teams in the same city is you don't know who you're talking about. So you I, know meant, I meant the other one. <laughs> yeah. At least you didn't say Red Sox or Boston, something oh, like that. Really flipped it all around. But I'm not sure if you were watching the AT&T Sportsnet game. Uh, Kelsey Wingard had uh, an interesting breakdown on something that, you know, we, we don't know about. It's, it's, it's amazing how uh, much access we get being in the clubhouse on a day-to-day -day basis and how much we talk with players. If you don't ask the right questions, you don't get the right information. And if you're not in the right place at the right time, you don't get the right information or see the right things. But have you seen what Ryan Feltner's in-between routine is when he gets oh. back into the dugout before going back out? I have not. What 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 has Kelsey noticed? Tell me he, about it. He holds on to a bag of ice. And I guess he just kind of, you know, it just changes hands. And it's not even necessarily his pitching hand, but uh, basically it, it helps decrease his core body temperature. It was something that he picked up from uh, a podcast that he listens to. Not this one, unfortunately. Uh, we, we don't break down too much uh, scientific stuff here. Uh, it's called Huberman Lab by Andrew Huberman. And there was all kinds of studies of that's a good way to, to, you know, to decrease core body temperature. I did know hands was one of those areas. I know like back of the neck. Obviously, armpits uh, are a big one. I think maybe even lower back. Mm -hmm. The top of your head uh, is kind of one of those points. But uh, that's that's was interesting kind of seeing that that's something that he does to, you know, quiet the body just a little bit yeah. and lower that core body temperature. That's fascinating because I'm all about I love I love stuff like that, too. So, like, I love cryo, for instance. That definitely lowers every temperature <laughs> of every part of your body. Do you do that? Do you do cold showers or anything like that? Or have you ever done that? Work that into the routine? Um, I've done ice baths a couple of times, but like they kind of just take too long. But I love going to a place for cryotherapy where you sit in a box that's like negative 300 degrees and just like sitting there for three minutes and then you're done. Three minutes. Really? I thought it was less than that. That's interesting. Yeah. Three minutes. Wow. Long enough. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, just just with your head just above there. You know, I I would do ice baths a lot for uh, when I, when I was ramping up mileage and the knees mm -hmm. would feel a little creaky, uh, and and a couple cold showers here and there in the summertime. Obviously, it, it's best, but it uh, it 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 increases that dopamine and and uh, it it helps out a lot. I'm not uh, a guy like oh shoot, I forgot his name, but the guy who basically just like lives in ice water all the time. And, and he's in commercials in the wintertime. You know, if you need a big puffy North face jacket, they'll just show no this guy jumping into about. the water. You've probably seen him a million times. And if you heard the name, I it, am just drawing a blank, uh, unfortunately at that moment, but we're all uh, drawing right. blanks today. Cause Look, you know why, Rockies, do you know why? Mercury's in retrograde. So Rockies uh, had a lineup today with no rookies in it to start. And I don't think that's fair based on what they had to go through in Chicago. We'll, we'll get to that in just a second. But uh, Montero did end up getting the game, playing some third base. McMahon moved over to second base when Brendan Rodgers came out after the first inning. Hamstring injury doesn't seem to be serious. Patrick Saunders just tweeted that out before we went to air. Um, and McMahon made two really good defensive plays over there at second base for a guy who's kind of programmed to play third base that day. He moved mm -hmm. over to the Keystone spot uh, and did uh, did a really nice job in general. So still, uh, Montero was the only rookie that uh, we did see there. 
Still have yet to see any of the new uh, the new babies, the new prospects that have called I up. Know. We should probably talk about that right now, maybe. We should talk about them. So, yeah, we got Noah Davis, who was called up from the Yard Goats. And then we had another, a surprise visitor, a surprise call-up. Yeah, Gavin Hollowell, six foot seven. He was a guy uh, that I did write about uh, about a week or two ago when we talked about, hey, who are some of these new faces going to be uh, that aren't currently on the 40-man roster? And Hollowell was a guy that, again, Going down there and being there in spring training, you get to see some of those little things of, hey, they got a guy in double A throwing to big league hitters uh, on, on the main field. That obviously means the organization, you know, is taking a liking to that guy. So Hallwell, uh, big guy, six seven. You can't teach that. Uh, third in all of double A baseball. So uh, there's three leagues in the in double A, which is uh, mm -hmm. a little bit different. Only two in triple A and and most other leagues or most other levels, but 16 saves. So he was closing out games for the yard goats, uh, does strike out a ton, uh, was a sixth round pick uh, back in 2019 at a St. John's university. And he was born in New Jersey. Yes. New Jersey like, guy. Like, like all great Coloradans. Uh, and then Noah Davis, who we figured we'd have seen by now because he uh, got called yeah. up right at the start there uh, in Chicago. Uh, his numbers don't look great this year uh, in AA with Hartford, but if you actually go back and, and look at uh, how well he's done over, I think, his last six starts, uh, maybe even eight starts. Uh, I forget. Just wrote about a new article up on the DNVR.com all about Noah Davis. Got a chance to catch up with him uh, earlier this year. And uh, he had identical numbers last year in when he was with Cincinnati in high A, and then when he was with Spokane. Identical. The exact same 3.60 ERA. Despite changing up a couple things and how he went about his business again, you can read about that at the dnvr.com. But uh, over like his last eight starts, has more like a 3.2 ERA. So uh, had really been finding the zone. Came over in uh, the trade uh, for Michael Givens, uh, along with Case Williams uh, from Douglas County High School there in Castle Rock. So uh you know, he's going to be relieving for right now, but, you know, we'll we'll kind of wait and see what happens uh, if he'll get an opportunity to start again next year with AAA. We'll see what he does, but, uh, but he wants to see some of these young guys just to get that experience of being around. You know, they're going to get a lot more out of uh, being with the Rockies than they are, you know, a handful of games down in the minors, uh, especially since their seasons are pretty much uh, all but over. Well, I was going to say um, the AA season is over as of today. So, I mean, why not? Bring him up, get him some play time, get him extra leg room on the plane. Good stuff. Excited to see these guys when we do eventually get to see them. Yeah, I know uh, I saw something from uh, uh, Hartford about the the last or something like the last from, from the Argos, but I think they still have more games. Um, no, I think September don't. 28th is is uh, the end of their season. Uh, I we'll just talked to Jeff Dooley. to work. Yep, you're right. I don't know where yeah, I was no, looking at, but just, I thought Penny. We just had Jeff Dooley on, so like he mentioned, oh yeah, end of the season. This That's probably it. where I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I sent an email and I, I, I looked somewhere. Uh, I would be confusing that, of course, with the Albuquerque Isotopes. Yes. They play they, until September 28th. They go um, a little longer. But yeah, you're right. That's a good point. So, I mean, your season would be over. Maybe you go down to Salt River Fields, um, you know, work on the work at the complex a little bit. Uh, but hey, now they can uh, ride on the buses, use that full 28 man roster for for Davis and Hollowell. So uh, that was uh, that was really nice to see in general. Also today, um, you had three runs in the first innings by the Rockies. Only the second time this season that they did that. Uh, the first was against the Washington Nationals. So, you know, again, take that with a grain of salt. You did it against the Cubs. You did it against the Nats. And there was an interesting stat that AT&T Sportsnet put out that 
could have been bad news. It was that when leading by four runs or more of the season, because the Rockies were up four, nothing uh, real early, especially after the uh, three runs in the first Connor Joe home run, his first since I believe August 18th, uh, his seventh of the season uh, five, as you pointed out on Twitter. That's why I got to make sure you're following at DNVR underscore Rockies um, five of those home runs on the road, but they were 27 and two when leading by four runs or more that almost ended up being 27 and three. They won. So it's 28 and two. Yeah, That's the Rockies why. love to keep us on our toes, keep our blood pressure high, keep us on the verge of a panic attack. I love that for them. It sounds awful, an awful lot like the Denver Broncos at, at times, which is a, a good way to remind everyone that we had a blast. Not me personally, unfortunately, uh, but a lot of uh, other people had a wonderful time at the Broncos tailgate. You can get tickets for that. Uh, we got plenty more coming up this season uh, over at dnvrlocker.com. If you're a member, you get all kinds of price breaks to that. So uh, make sure you're signed up to the DNVR. Dot com Now only 50 cents for your first month. And if you want an annual membership, boom, you're going to get yourself a free shirt from DNVR Locker. You get 15% off your tab there on the corner of Colfax in York. The bar is now open. It's mm-hmm. popping and uh, it's, it's the place lit. to be. It's lit right now. Not going to lie because I just walked through it before the show. It's, it's a good vibe. Susie, you are definitely the consummate professional because I imagine the walls are shaking. You're hearing shouting coming up from underneath the floor there at the studio, but you're you're keeping your composure. And I'm like, can you guys hear that? Is that a problem? You are locked in. You are focused despite all the action right now at the DNVR bar. I know. I'm a picture of focus, just the poster child for it. That's it. Well, <laughs> hey, DraftKings Sportsbook is the poster child for, easy for me to say, postal child uh, for the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Touchdowns, big plays. Even bigger wins right now. New customers, as we mentioned before, you can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and you're going to get $200 in free bets if they do. But if that's not enough, everyone can actually boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. This is brand new here right now for every leg that you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. So now payouts are bigger than ever. Why not bet on football and why bet anywhere else than DraftKings Sportsbook? And to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly. When you place a $5 bet for week two, that's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See link in the description for details. And... One thing that might be surprising to know, and maybe this is a good way, Susie, for you and I to feel better about our end-of-season picks, you can still actually bet on division winners for the Major League season. So, like, all right, Dodgers have already locked up the West. They've won 100 games. It's the earliest uh, a team has won 100 games since uh, the 116-win Seattle Mariners back in 2001. This has been a while. Yeah, he's a 27-year-old rookie, but he's a rookie. Um, It's been a while. You're right. But you can bet on a lot of other divisions that are still active, like the NL East. That's where I'm going with my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Atlanta plus 185. They entered Sunday only one game behind the Mets. That's it. And so talk about a a bet that you can make and feel really good about. Like, yep, I had Atlanta to win the NL East. You know, I, I won plus 185 there on that. You can still do that right now. And with some of the injuries that the Mets have been having and the way Atlanta has just played in general since uh, that series against the Rockies in June, I I like the odds on that. That's my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. I will not take it personally that you won't bet on the Phillies to win the division. You know what the odds are on the Phillies to win? You can still bet on the Phillies. They are plus 
100,000. Is it 10,000? I think it's 100,000. Yes. Yeah, so you no, can do it's that. No, not. Send me yes. a screenshot. <laughs> look it up. You got to look it up. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I, I, don't, I didn't think it went up that high, but I'm pretty sure, which is a safe way of, of saying it would have to be a Rocktober-like comeback. Uh, which is fitting because, hey, we're in the 15th anniversary of that, and we've got all kinds of anniversaries uh, going on. Saturday was the anniversary of Todd Helton's big walk-off home run against Takashi Saito. So uh, a lot to a lot to celebrate in the history. On Saturday, Hayden Wisniewski. Now, Susie, I know that's a name you probably didn't know going into Saturday. Is it a name you care to try to remember going forward, or is it just like, you know what? You pitched your you-know-what off against the Rockies, but nah, who cares? Um, you know what? He's a Polish guy playing in Chicago. I'm going to keep my eye on him. He's probably got a lot of fans. So, but yeah, they're a new guy. <laughs> yeah, one wanna... A lot of people, a lot of names that I did not necessarily recognize. Yep. Javier Assad, uh, Jared Allen. No, I don't think that was his name. Yeah, I think Jared Allen was one of them. Yeah, there was a couple of them. Yeah, I was watching the game with my dad and he's like, Adbear Alzole? And of course, that was that was an invitation for me to explain to him all about double uniques. Uh, and of course, he oh. happened to be facing Jonathan Daza at that moment. And I thought that was great. We also saw on Sunday, Eric Ullman, I think I'm pronouncing that right, Ullman, double unique, because he's Eric with a C-H. And I went to school with an Eric that was a C-H. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize he was Snuck a double unique too. He is Eric Ullman. Um, it was funny. So I was listening to the, um, the KOA broadcast and they didn't even realize that there was a pitching change when he came in today because he looked so much like the guy who came before him. <laughs> yeah. Just, just a big body reliever. That's kind of the, yep. the way it goes. Uh, Crone had, had himself a, a ground rule double, uh, similar to what Jonathan Daza did. Uh, Blackman was uh, productive there, uh, in a spot. To tie at 1-1, uh, they would eventually win 3-1. Uh, Daniel Bard got his 31st saves. He now has 32 saves this season, which puts him in uh, seventh place all-time uh, on the Rockies' saves list. Uh, or actually, excuse and that me, guy didn't most. make And that guy didn't make an all-star team. That's, That's a crazy. great point. That's a great crazy. point, yeah. Yeah, he has a chance, I think, to, to uh, get into fourth most all-time with, with 35. So. Uh, I have the Rockies winning six more this year, so he's got to you know have three saves uh, in in those six possible wins there to to do it. So he's also at 37 years, 81 days, and no, I did not have a spreadsheet to figure that out. Fourth oldest player to reach 30 saves for the first time. David Weathers did it. Takashi Saito in that 2007 season. We we're just talking about him and Rafael Betancourt uh, with the Colorado Rockies also in 2007. Believe it or not, he's been fantastic since May 18th, 1.35 ERA entering Sunday, ninth lowest ERA in the majors, fifth lowest, fifth lowest in the NL. Daniel Bard, man, so so underappreciated, I think, because of the starters. Look, we're gonna we're gonna do something at the end of the season, talk about the the players of the year for pitchers, hitters, all that stuff. Daniel Bard, I mean, forget reliever of the year. He just might be all around the best, you know, the pitcher of the year for the Rockies in 2022. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's just been, he's been incredible. And of course it's just, it's hard to think if Tyler Kinley was still, you know, playing this season, like we would have had such a, such a great bullpen. 
Yeah, so, it, it, it definitely would have translated to to a couple extra wins, no doubt. So yeah. it doesn't put you in a, in a postseason position, but um, it, it is good overall. You know, I was thinking going after Friday's loss, I'm like, well, all right, let's say you, you do lose two out of three. Uh, I wouldn't be the most embarrassed in the world uh, at missing that prediction, but you lose two out of three, or maybe you even get swept. How can that be a good thing? And of course, you think about the draft, you think about, you know, next year and, and getting a better position. And, you know, what's interesting is that there's a draft lottery now. So it's no longer just a straight up slot of, all right, well, you got the, the eighth worst record, you get, you know, the, the eighth pick. Uh, it isn't necessarily like that. A team from behind, you could move ahead of you because it's now a lottery, right? Um, and it got me thinking because Rockies and, and Cubs had the exact same record. So for the these final 16 games, the Rockies could, if they played fairly well, uh, mm-hmm. they could end up, picking uh, 11th or having the, uh, the 11th be in the 11th position as far as the lottery tickets, because there are teams that have, uh, better records than them that they can get past. And there's a couple teams with worse records that if they do really badly, they might be able to get up as high as fifth. And so there's actually a decent difference. If you have the 11th worst record, you have a 1.4% chance of picking first overall. That's crazy to think that that's even a possibility, right? You've done the Patrick, you have done the math homework. And I appreciate it. Sometimes it's just using the internet. Believe it or not. I I, I don't <laughs> I don't try to come off as someone who's doing a tons of ton of work. Um it's just just uh not being lazy. It's looking it up, right? Um but but if you have the fifth worst record, you have a ten percent chance now of getting that first overall pick. And then if, if again, you're in the fifth worst record, you've got a 10.3% chance at the second overall pick, 10.6 at third, 10.9 at fourth overall. So again, they've got it set up. You know, someone could come out of the blue and get that pick, but in general, that could be a positive, right? You just get a better draft pick. And if Bill Schmidt's talking about draft and develop, that could be a good thing. We'll wait and see what happens uh, over these final 16 games. Um, Will Carpenter wasn't Will Carpenter in the comments wants to know, wasn't there also a limit added on the number of consecutive high draft picks a team can get? Yeah, there's limitations from like one year to the next. So basically mm-hmm. you um, I, I even forget all the specifics of it. We, we really almost have to see it in action first uh, to, to break it down. It's like the playoffs. Like, we'll we'll get into the playoffs and, and, and the whole, how the whole layout is. And uh, I feel 95 percent. I know how it looks. But until we really like dive into it, it's it's going to be a whole new thing. It's going to be uh, uh, they don't readjust. You know, we know there's not going to be a game one sixty three. Uh, but yeah, ultimately you won't be able to have like a, a top three pick three years in a row, or maybe even a top five pick. So there's ways uh, around you know working around that and kind of almost allowing every team, whether they're bad or even just mediocre, like the Rockies are just maybe mediocre more so than bad. Uh, it's a fine line, you know, that's semantics in general, line. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, there, there, there are going to be limitations on that to make sure that that teams can't somehow take advantage of this draft lottery. So, uh, that will be really interesting to see, uh, going forward. And that win on a Saturday was very unlikely because they only had, they had five hits and one walk. So it was six base runners. And this, this required the work. This required the work I put in the time. Okay. 310 different times in Rockies history. They've had six base runners or less. Do you want to take a guess how many times they won those games? Six um, base runners or less out of 310. Ooh. Um, so 10% would be like 31. 
fifty yeah, percent yeah. would be a hundred fifty-five. I'm gonna say twenty percent. Not not bad. It's a little bit yeah. below ten percent. Oh, um, a- twenty-six times. That's it. Twenty-six I times. Gave them a little, a little bit too much credit there. Yeah. No, I mean, look, if you don't get on base, you're not going to win. So that was uh, very much a rarity. They did it one other time earlier this year. Uh, I think it might've been against San Diego. Uh, no, it was against Detroit. It was the second game of the doubleheader. Uh, we were watching that upstairs, uh, which is now the, uh, the merchandise room, if you recall. And, uh, yes, I do have an eidetic memory where I can remember all those kind of details. Um, but before that, the last time they did it was, uh, 2018. So if, if you don't get a lot of base runners are on you, you're just, you're not going to win games. Like it, uh, it yeah. makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? it it's common sense. <laughs> It's common sense, Patrick. Yeah. Look, it's common sense right now. If you want to go to an event, because look, it's it's going to be fall in, in no time. It's still summer, right? It's still summer. The weather's still really nice. There's still events. There's still shows coming out. Are you into, by any chance, Mumford and Sons? I mean, they're, they're fine. Yeah, they're good. I okay. mean, oh my gosh, huge fan. Are they coming to town, Patrick? No, they aren't. Uh, Marcus Mumford just had a uh, an album that released. I think he's got like three shows coming up here uh, this next week. I, I I get emails from Mumford and Sons, and um, so they got a couple shows. Maybe Paramount Theaters is where he's playing. Uh, he just had a new album drop, first first solo album. But you can get some of those tickets, and even last minute over at Game Time, it's it's a wonderful ticketing site. We're supposed to say the hottest new ticketing site. It's not new. I'm sorry. Look, I've been using it for a while. Kale has been using it for a while. Like it's new to some of you out there, but this is something that's been around not for a while. That me. yeah, so some people haven't realized like what's available, what's out there. Like if you go around and shop, benefits of of shopping with Game Time, and especially uh, making sure that you you hit the link in our description is that. You can sit on the 50-yard line. You can go courtside, behind home plate, floor seats, and you can do it up to like an hour. Last-minute price drops can be found on seats you, you thought you could never buy before. So that goes to this week. Susie pointed out already, you could go to this entire series by yourself for under 10 bucks. all four games against the Giants. Right? And if you want to, you know, you want to bring a date with you for all four, four days, uh, 20 bucks. okay? Bring your own food. That's a very long date. Well, I, I think you're going to go back to your respected dugouts. Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, Allie's got it pulled up. Sorry, folks. Uh, I didn't mean to give you false information. It's four bucks for four games yeah. in this series. That that Monday game, for some reason, was jacked up to $4 a couple days ago. Now it's at a much more reasonable $1. Like this $1. happens. I don't know if it can go lower than that because that's the other thing. For some events, if you wait it out, and, and they don't have uh, the sale like an hour and a half before the event starts, it goes lower than that. Not sure if you can if you can get tickets for a quarter. Yeah. You know what I love, though? Um, so I love that you can get tickets for so cheap, but also Thursday will be the last dollar dog day of the season. Ooh. So not only are you going to get into the game super cheap, you're going to get a hot dog super cheap. So that is that just sounds like the perfect Thursday afternoon to me. Okay, wait a minute. I got an idea. Okay. So if you go to the game on Thursday, you're going to, going to get one ticket for a $1 hot dog, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're probably going to want a second one, and that second hot dog is going to run you four or five bucks. Oh, my God, so, Patrick, are you going to use game time to scam the Rockies out of $1 hot dogs? I, I'm not going to say scam. <laughs> I'm just going to say that you can purchase four different tickets on game time, Walk through four different times, and you now have yourself four $1 hot dog tickets, and you can now have 
four times as many hot dogs as if you bought one ticket. Folks, Game Time app is paying for your mortgage. How else can I put it? You got to make sure you're using Game Time app. If you love DNVR, you're going to love them. Again, join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and who have scammed dollar hot dogs out of baseball teams all across the country. Score the best seats to all your favorite events. Hit the link for Game Time in the description to save. And you can also join over 70,000 golfers with the Colorado Golf Association today and receive official USGA handicap with worldwide access to score posting and GPS tracking. You also get an opportunity to play on some amazing courses. I, I'm not a member, so I haven't got a chance to play at Aspen Glen Club. It's absolutely beautiful, especially at this time of the year. You got the leaves changing over. It's amazing. The club at Ravenna, the Pinery, you get that as well as all kinds of exclusive member content and offers and discounts from such companies as Imperial Golf Tech, PGA Tour, Superstore. It's it's phenomenal. Make sure you learn more about the Colorado Golf Association today by visiting coloradogolf.org and use code DNVR5 to get $5 off that membership. Sounds all good. Right. Well, Look Susie. At these deals. Well, again, all right. Maybe maybe Colorado Golf Association is paying for your mortgage, paying for your clubs at least. Yeah, at least that. Now, Susie, were you aware of? And I'm going to use the word hazing, but it's not hazing. <laughs> were you aware of the annual Chicago tradition of hazing of the rookies that the Rockies uh, participate in? I I love this tradition. This is one of my favorite traditions in all of baseball. But yeah, when the Rockies go to Wrigley Field, the rookies do the walk from Wrigley to the Dunkin' Donuts nearby and they they collect everyone's coffee. But they didn't pay for it. They just had to be the ones who did the delivery. Now, do you know who paid for it? I do. Spill it. Charlie Blackman paid for it. It was his there treat. You go. Now, and okay. so I was wondering, I was so concerned. I was like, okay, so like did he give them cash? Did he <laughs> give them his credit card? Who was in charge of holding on to Charlie Blackman's credit card and not losing it? Hopefully it wasn't Sean Bouchard who did a very sloppy carry of the donuts. Yeah, he went briefcase style on that. Like that's absolute chaos. I texted no. Kelsey. I was like, okay, like what did those donuts look like? Were they so mangled getting to the park? And she was like, Sean said they were fine. I'm not buying it. I want pictures. We'll find out more when the guys come back to town tomorrow. But yeah, there Charlie gave them cash. I like the Not way your head works. I, I, when you put your mind to something, you you can come up with all kinds of good scenarios and like that. I, I, <laughs> yes, I, I need to know those details too. Now, do you know how much it cost? Um, was it like one eighty seven? Fifty. You nailed it. Yeah, one eighty seven fifty was the okay, total. Cool. And like that's so much. That is so much. But also, they didn't just get you know coffee and donuts for everyone. They also paid for everyone who was stuck waiting in line behind them, which I thought was. Very generous nice of them to do with Charlie Blackman's money. They also got a veteran's discount. So that was straight. Not veteran like uh, uh, military. They got a senior discount, I thought. Senior, yeah, I know. I, when that came out loud, I go, oh, no, this could be a problem. What did I just say there? Yes, no, yes. They got the senior discount, too, on top. Again, I think the employees felt bad for these guys uh, as well. So, uh, yeah, that is that is always fun uh, to, when they do that. God, I just... Uh, I think they were just building up all year long for that one yeah. event, and they and they, they called up Gav, they called up uh, Noah Davis at the exact right time and say, "Look, you, you're you are now a part of this." Mm-hmm. It was it. funny. That's... It's it's just it, it's always so hilarious to me, and also you know it got a lot of attention online. So I love when the Rockies get any kind of national attention, even if it's. 
for them basically being interns for their elder players. The first time I can recall them doing it was in 2018. Mm-hmm. And I think like Noel Cuevas was the only rookie. No, it was him and Harrison Musgrave. Uh, those are some names for some people. Um, they were the only rookies. They actually had to have a cart that oh I had to have toppled all the drinks over at some point because it was just like a little cart, you know, that you would uh, probably have an overhead projector on when you were like uh, in middle school. So, oh, one of uh, the oh, chaos. I, I mean, so I've heard. So, so I've heard. They they got rid of all of those. We had you know smart technology uh, when I was in school, of course. If we're gonna keep with that bit, but right, of course. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but but to talk a little bit more about uh, the the minor leaguers and hey we got prospects uh, coming up here it's great to see Hollowell and Davis they should be able to get some time this week once back at Coors Field man uh, you need innings to get eaten up and and these games are really close too so uh, you don't want to throw them in that kind of situation but uh, you talked about it on Friday uh, Jeff Dooley and Josh Susan talk a little bit about uh, the Arizona Fall League uh, Warren Schaefer the the Ice Dopes manager uh, will manager the Salt River Rafters team those games actually start for anyone who's uh, uh, enjoys uh, the Southwest coverage of all city media. And, and maybe you, you also subscribe to PHNX Diamondbacks. October 3rd, boom, they open up. That's the first game of the Arizona Fall League slate. And I mean, with Zach Veen being down there, that was a little bit unexpected for me because usually they almost always have their guys that are, uh, need to be protected for the Rule 5 draft. And uh, that wasn't the case for him. That wasn't the case for Braxton Fulford and wasn't the case for Peter Lambert, because he's already on the uh, the forty man, but uh, St. Louis is also with them, and they've got three top one hundred prospects in. And you're gonna love these names: Jordan Walker, mm-hmm. okay, very very much a a twenty two year old guy's name, Mason Wynn, M A S Y N, and I like that. I like that energy. That's a good one. And let's see. Uh, let's see if you like this one the most. Tink Hence. Isn't it? That's not a Tink real. That's Hens. not a real name. That's, that's not real. The you first name might not be real. You're you're doing a bit. <laughs> um, it might be short for Tinkathy. I'm I'm not sure, but uh, it's probably a nickname there. But they got their the cool thing they're doing this year. They're gonna have a triple header at Chase Field on October 15th and 22nd. So you can really? go down and uh, check that out. Yeah, that's pretty neat that those young guys will get to play in that ballpark. And then uh, November 5th is the they're doing a. They're doing their all-star game kind of over two days, a home run derby on Saturday, November 5th, and the Fall Stars game on the 6th. And the home run derby is actually lines up with game seven of the World Series, which is weird, which is weird. That's but, weird. But you know what? Honestly, in, in, in talking about it with a couple of people, uh, the people who go to Arizona Fall League games like there, they are just hardcores. And so, you know, they'll probably be paying attention to the World Series just a little bit if there is a game seven. But ultimately, they're like, no, nah, I'm. I'm here to, to watch these young guys hit home runs and say I, I saw them before. You know, Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, Nolan Arenado, he was the MVP his season there, I think, in 2012. So uh, this is a, a finisher. This is the, the finishing your development there before you reach the majors. We saw it in Jake Bird last year. He was there. Ryan Valade played. Uh, Michael Tolia was a part of that group. So kind of gives you some, pro- uh, some, some promise to think that maybe, just maybe, Zach Veen will be debuting. Next year, we could have Tovar and Veen in the same year. Let's go. That would be so incredible. I think Rocky's Twitter would explode. It'd be too exciting. But should we talk about Tovar and how he is now an isotope and playing in real games again and kind of crushing it? 
Yeah, that was that was so wonderful to see. Um, and talking with Drew Goodman, you know, be, I, I'd thrown that out there, like you know, no games, but I'll, of course the Arizona Complex League was finished. But uh, you know, Goodman did point out, like, no, he's playing, like he's he's on the he's on the path. Uh, there's just no evidence of it. And sure enough, uh, as you mentioned, did get the call up uh, on Friday to uh, to AAA to play with the Isotopes. Number six, Ezekiel Tovar. And he had he had a good weekend. I mean, he got a hit in that first game, so it was kind of lackluster. But he got his home run. He got his home run on Friday. Yep, yep. The the debut single on Thursday, home run on Friday, it was two for five overall in that game. And uh, I think also in that game, Isotopes set a a world record, or rather, a world minor league record. Winton Bernard, of course, does it fourteenth Grand Slam, Slam Bukerke. They yes. got it done. Most grand slams uh, ever in a single season by a minor league team. Yeah, that is quite impressive. And I, I love that. I love that. Love grand slams. Love the weird scores in Albuquerque where it's like 20 to 21. Like the PCL is just crazy. But yeah, good for good for our topes. Yeah, September 28th is that final game. They have a weird like three-game series, I think, uh, to finish up the year uh, down in Albuquerque. So they'll have a chance to hit number 15. And if they do, they will now have the professional record, ultimately, because the 2000 Oakland Athletics and 2006 Cleveland franchise, they had also 14 Grand Slams in a season. So they still have one more mountain to climb. And I really have no doubt that they're going to do it. Like, it, it's going to happen. They're going to oh, have 15. For sure. For sure. I have so much faith. The air out there, forget it. <laughs> Bernard's uh, grand slam there. Uh, that was his 20th homer of the season. It goes along with his 29 stolen bases. Gives him 2020. He's only the third Albuquerque isotope to ever do it. Jock Peterson was the first in 2014, back when they were an affiliate of the Dodgers. He actually had reached 30-30. And Sam Hilliard did it back in 2019 with 35 home runs, a whopping 35 and 22 stolen bases. So that's great. Um, also want to give a shout out to Fresno right now. They are currently playing in the California league championship. They had won the division series, got an article uh, about that up on the dnvr.com. Some of those top prospects like Adel Amador, uh, who was named the, uh, the Rockies organizational rookie or rather prospect uh, of the year. He was fantastic. Victor Juarez on the Hill tonight, Gabriel Hughes. Hey, we just we saw him in Coors Field. Now he might be uh, pitching the clincher there. He'll be going in Game Two for the Fresno Grizzlies. Game Two and Three. Game Three, of course, if necessary, will be uh, at home in Fresno. So uh, we hope uh, we can have one championship this year uh, yeah. for for the Rockies organization in some capacity. That would be nice. Did you see earlier today that the Isotopes gave out their end of the year awards? I did see that. I did yeah. see that. Yeah, a bunch of guys uh, won some awards. We can uh, we can probably talk about that on on Tuesday. Um, we can talk about Aaron Chunk, Hartford. Yeah, seventy six RBI, new record. We talk about it. New record. How do you like that? Oh, I Chunky love that. Monkey. And also, just the the season that they had in Hartford just sounds like it was so special. So I'm so happy to see that the numbers for these guys are reflecting that. Yeah, that's that's so fantastic. Um, it's it's been a little rough going, obviously, with everything uh, with the Rockies, and then you know the Broncos—they're tied at the half. And so by the time you listen to this, hopefully we've we've got a, a victory to celebrate. Uh, but CU and CSU have started out zero and three, which is tough. Yeah. But Susie, we we've 
well, we've got a two and one team. I think I think Air Force is two and one. Uh, so we, we do have someone in Colorado here to root for. But if you're really if you're a Rockies fan and you kind of want to root for a college football team, root Ooh. for the Rice Owls. Yes, Rice <laughs> University. Because Ryan McMahon's brother is he's the he's the quarterback, right? Yeah. That and that, that's amazing. So yeah, Ryan McMahon also has played quarterback in high school, but now his brother playing it in college. So that's exciting. I guess that could be my team. I've never had a college football team because my school didn't have football. We had D1 baseball. So I've I, I've had classmates like Sean Newcomb, who was DFA'd yesterday. Oh, Angels and Atlanta legend, Sean Newcomb. He went yes. to Hartford. Okay. He went to Hartford. Yeah. Yes, he was my classmate. Left-hander. There you go. Yeah, TJ threw for 303 yards uh, on Saturday, three touchdowns, and tying it all back to Colorado. Two of his touchdown passes were caught by Luke McCaffrey. Wait a minute. McCaffrey, that's that's putting up a flag there, Put turning the light on. Yes, that is the son of Broncos legend in my book, Ed McCaffrey, and also uh, head coach of the University of Northern Colorado football team. So, all right. uh, such, uh, such symmetry. It, it all comes Beautiful. full circle. That was All poetry, the time. Patrick. Poetry. All right. So Giants series coming up here for four days. Uh, I They play the Giants next week, too, to start the week, but they're off on Monday. Yeah. Another and, one and of those weird, you know, back-to-back series where they play them in Colorado, and then a week later they're playing them at home, which has happened with a dozen other teams, I feel like, this season. Such a weird schedule. That's one of the benefits when you're one of the players is you just you just look on the board and it says bus, bags, and you go, okay, great. I'll get on this bus with my bag. They will take me to where I'm at. Whereas with you and I, we're like, oh, no, wait, that's next week. Wait, no, let's start the show at this time because – and I, I did that. Nope, Rockies are back on Monday. Uh, let's, let's look at the pitching matchups, and you tell me okay. if – the Rockies are going to do are going to be two and two, like uh, I had predicted there uh, okay. on Monday. Jacob Junis, uh, his second start in Colorado against Chad Cool. Tuesday we got Carlos Rodon uh, against Kyle Freeland, a battle of the left-handers. And on Wednesday, Logan Webb is three point oh two ERA against Herman Marquez. And on Thursday, Jose Urania takes the ball for the Rockies against Tuba. Oh, excuse me, TB. I love. I love TBA. TBA is my favorite player. What's his last name, though? I mean, CJ Crone. CJ, his last name is Crone. TBA, what's his last name? I, or their it's last just, name. It's just one name, like, like Madonna or... <laughs> like know. Ichiro. Yeah. Ichiro. Yeah, yeah there's not too many thing, players that just go by their initials. Like DJ, at least around here, we think of LeMahieu, but... There's, I don't know. There's, there's not too many guys come to think of it. If you just say their initials, I think it's, it's very much regional. Like it depends on where you're at. Is there, who's number one all time? Or if you just, oh, if you said MJ, well, there, there's still a lot of MJs, but typically people. Are I mean, really I would think, think Michael Jordan, Jordan when you say MJ. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There, there are plenty of other people who, who try to go by MJ. I mean, Michael Jackson, maybe, uh, but uh, yeah, of course, uh, that, so what do you think? Are you thinking they, they do get a split here from the giants, um, who are, I think they're under 500 now at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, I could see them possibly taking three games and like totally surprising everybody. Um, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I think they'll be, I think they'll be lucky enough to get two. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't, 
see them winning one. Like if you had to say, all right, would they win three or would they win one? I, I definitely would take the three. Um, I would take the one. <laughs> really? Okay. So you'd I go would, one instead yeah. of three. If, oh, if that, all right. If those were the only choices. That's the one I would, I would pick. Okay. Sorry guys. That's, that's good. No, no, I, I, I like that. Yeah. I, I can, uh, I can see three. But yeah, even looking one. at these matchups, I'm like, which one is the one that they could win? Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I don't do that. I, I don't break it down game by game. I'm just going <laughs> to cheat. I'm just going to cheat and do the series. Although Rockies do have a little advantage. Maybe the Giants will come out cold. We've kind of seen that before where uh, a team is traveling late uh, and you go, oh man, they're not taking batting practice. And then they go out and absolutely dominate. I think, I think the Royals didn't take batting practice once when they were here. Right. They and then they ended not. up scoring 52 runs and then that got the hitting coach fired. Yep. Okay. Um, but that's San what Francisco- happens when you don't do batting practice. <laughs> I, I, yeah, they should have scored, they should have scored 59 runs. Um, but San Francisco is, uh, in LA right now, uh, on Sunday night baseball. So, you know, they're going to be getting in uh, a little bit late, uh, not, not a ton of oxygen there going on for them. Uh, so we'll kind of wait and see what happens. And, uh, and I'm, I'm still kind of awaiting the word here to see if the Rockies have officially been eliminated from the postseason. Cause the magic because- number has been one. For yeah, quite some time. So I guess um, it could be today. It could there's be several tomorrow. shoddy websites that are out there. And I think the, the Padres, they were winning at one point. Uh, and so I know I think if the Padres win, like to your point, the magic number is one. The Rockies, as long as they keep winning, uh, that, that number will not decrease. So uh, again, the Padres are, are, are definitely going to end up winning one. And if uh, if they did win on Sunday, it's currently 5 nothing right now in the top of the ninth. Uh, I know, Padres are kind of cursed. They might not a win a game ever again. They are a little bit cursed. Uh, they, boy, oh boy. Yes, uh, thing, things are not going well there. It'll be interesting to see what happens in uh, in the postseason. Uh, and we'll have all that great coverage. We'll we'll break down uh, the Giants series a little bit more. We'll, we'll come to you live uh, Tuesday for that. Of course, there's a game on Monday, though. Uh, and we'll be tweeting all about it. At DNVR underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter. And, of course, you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms, including Be Real. Are you on that one yet? Oh, my God. Favorite rapper. Yeah, one, one of my all-time ten favorites. We'll talk about this next show, Patrick. No? Different Be Real? I don't know what Be Real is. Do you want to talk about that? Because I don't, I don't ne- know what it is. Show. Next show. Next show. All right. And you, you can share your top ten favorite rappers. Um, <laughs> you know Be Real is in mine. All right. Look, we've got absolutely no momentum. But it doesn't matter because you know what they say. Momentum, it's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you on Tuesday.